Yo, yo, what is good, my people? It's your boy, Big Drizlax. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode here. Today, we're featuring one of my favorite people in the whole fucking world, Biggs, Chip Cash. From rigorous recordings, of course. The general, the the statesman, the admiral. I don't know. What should we call him? I think all those names are taken, but we just call him Biggs. We're just going to call him the stooge. You know what I mean? Stucci. Antonio Stucci. How about that? Uh, that's his Instagram handle, so hit him up over there. Tell him how much you like this podcast. Also, guys, there is a new link down in the description. It's a buy me a coffee link. You know, literally buy the Drizzy a coffee. I just spent six hours editing this motherfucker. So if you found value in this conversation, or if it put a smile in your motherfucking doll, you can buy me a coffee. That'll be fucking, it'll be so appreciated. It really would be. You don't have to, man. You know, you don't have to. If you're strapped for cash, you need to work harder and get some more money in your pocket so you can buy me a motherfucking coffee. No. <laughs> Yo, uh, man, I didn't mean that. You, you, you guys know how the Drizzlax gets down and shit. He always saying some stupid shit. Let's just get started with this episode. Uh, let's do it. What is good, my people? It's your boy, Big Drizzlax. Thank you so much for joining me on the Drizzlax Hip Hop Show. Here we have one of my favorite people in the world, the homie, Biggs, or uh, is that Little Shakeout? Little Shakeout, yeah. Is the, that the new rap name? That's the new alias. Um, Word. I've only got about 17 aliases. I like to keep people on their toes. Chip Cash. Um, but yeah, you know, it's uh, yeah, Big Z, Tone Stooch, Chip Stooch. Cash, whatever you want to call me. Word. Um, you know, I haven't been throwing my government name around these days, yeah. get to a certain age. That's how it is with us <laughs> hip-hop guys, bro. <laughs> I got nothing you to hide. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got nothing to hide. are like, bro, I've known you for 15 years, man. What's your... That's, that dude called you Andre? He was like, is it Andre? I'm like, yeah, that's like my real name, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's getting annoying, to be honest. Like, yeah. I've weaved such a web of names, not to be deceptive because of rap stuff, as you yeah, well yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and now I'm just like, I'm constantly explaining to different people, yeah. like, why someone's calling me this. I love that shit, though. It's funny, though, yeah. Yeah, fuck you. Yeah. The cops are like, uh, who was that guy that did that shit? Oh, they called him Drizzy or some shit, and the cop would just be like, Drizzy, like, yeah. Who the fuck is that? Got away with it. So, yo, man, um, we're just talking about some shit just before about fucking, uh, you know, it's like spiritual awakenings almost. I was just telling Biggs about my shit up in Thailand, which you guys have probably heard about. And I kind of feel like that's that's what is kind of happening with you as well, where you've hit a point in your life and you're just kind of like, yeah, let me change things up a little bit. Definitely, man. Definitely. Like, it didn't all happen at once, but... I was doing the same thing for a long time, as you know, like as much as I love the hip hop, I love the music, I love that lifestyle of just making beats, making Work. albums, working with all the boys, doing all the shows, like as much as that was just, that was just life. It was all I ever wanted to do for yeah, a very same. long time. Yeah. Along with that, obviously, was the lifestyle, yeah. smoking, the drinking, the whatever. Yeah. 
everything else. And yeah, just just got to a point where it was yeah, I wasn't in, I wasn't that disinterested in the music, but mm. I became very interested in um, just it really all stemmed from wanting to like get off smoking cigarettes, mm. and it really the more I thought about it, I didn't take any action. You know, some people like they try to quit ciggies like a yeah, hundred times and fail yeah, yeah, every yeah. time. That was me, bro, yeah. I never tried to quit once. Oh, word. Until the That's one. That's gangster. That time, time you threw your ciggies in the fucking fireplace, bro. <laughs> yeah. Word. Yeah, that's what it led to. So basically, look, I'll, the short. if you want the short version of the story or the medium version of the story, but yeah, basically, first off, probably I was like, right, you know, eventually I want to, own my own home and i'm like i'm throwing like the ciggy prices were mm. going through the roof it's it started it, it pretty much started over something that simple that i was like yeah and then i'm like each thought led to another thought right so it's like i wish i had more cash i was like well i'm throwing a lot of cash down the toilet hey um that like expense is actually killing me like it's all obvious yeah. shit yeah right and then the next thing was like imagine if this is what it started like just dreaming essentially it was like imagine if i because i always felt enslaved to like smoking and like you know smoking mm. weed and all of that so it was like imagine if i could actually save all that money and not feel like i had to spend 40 bucks every couple of days yeah. on a pack of coffin nails that are making mm -hmm. my chest tight and like giving me anxiety and yeah like, yeah and i started thinking about it like i'd actually i could actually go and get fit and start exercising if mm. that happened um I probably live and it just snowballs. If, yeah, and yeah. then so I had this idea. I had long service leave coming up from my work, mm -hmm. and I seven was, years, ten years. It, yeah. yeah, well, the rules changed during that ten years, but I was about to hit ten. ten I'd word. already been able to. The rules changed, so I could have taken it at seven yeah, already. Word, but, word, yep. but I was like, no, nah, I'm going to see out the ten. Mm. And um, yeah, I was finishing Soap Scum too. I was doing the album with Chalk, and that was definitely unfinished business. And I was doing that tour with um, Tains as well. We were doing a whole Word. bunch of shows, you know, yeah, supporting yeah. his calendar man tour. So I was like, all right, this is going to be like, I need to get all this stuff off my plate. Not that I was in a hurry to do it. I was really enjoying it, really relishing all of that, yeah, put yeah. my heart and soul into like all of it. But I was like, what I normally do is start like two new projects before the other ones are finished. And mm. I was like, this time I'm not going to do that because I've got another project. In Word. So, yeah, and that was project me, you know. What yeah, I mean? yeah. Like it sounds, it's another thing, it sounds kind of mm. lame, but like that's no, what it, it was. No, it doesn't at all, bro. Um, so I was like, cool, you know, and I was talking to Tains about a lot of that shit. Like on the tour we were, we were kind of joking around about like, you know, how we've been doing the same shit for so long and like doing other things is – interesting because it's yeah. new and it's like not mm. even though it's something that you love you've done it so much doing something that you don't know is like so interesting yeah um so i just kind of wanted to see where that would go and yeah finished the tour then i finished soap scum 2 put that out that was both 2018 2019 i was recording or 2018 i was still writing and recording my album with chalk i did all that like i did it all proper like Recorded it with Musty, like he mixed it, got it mastered at Crystal, like I did it all. Like I did it the way that I always wanted to do all my other albums, but yeah, yeah. never yeah. had the money or the inclination. I had too many things going on at once. This is my last album, like this is, I'll be yeah. happy with it, you know Word. what I mean? Not that it necessarily will be, but um, it might be, who knows. So I did that, 
And I was like, right, I haven't started any new projects. I've finished my other projects. And then I like, I booked in my long service leave for like to start like a couple of weeks after the start to finish album came out. I organized to go down to my sister's beach house in Phillip Island by myself for two weeks. So I was like, I'm going to be down there. I'm going to go. I'm going to have no one around. I'm going to have no work for three months. So it was just you down there. I went down there. Yeah. Like, so I went down there and the, you know, obviously I remember this shit because it's pretty significant. So I was like, it was the 30th of April, Willie Epson's birthday. Rest in peace, Willie. And uh, that was 2019. And I went down, yeah, to Phillip Island with my last couple of joints and my last couple of ciggies. Made that video that you referenced yeah, where yeah. I like chucked the I watched it this morning. <laughs> did you? Yeah, you yeah. just like, uh, what did you say? You were like, I was like, why is he doing that shit? And you, you said it at the time. I talked as to the cigarettes. I threw them in the, in the fire. It was quite uh, symbolic. Word, you know symbolic I'm, straight up. Yeah, that's, yeah. What, that's what it was like. And that's the other thing, you know, I took my camera down because, you know, obviously I have my uh, very low-key YouTube show as well, The Worthwhile. Check it out. Which is dope, bro. Uh, Chip Casual I love channel. watching that shit. It's, like. not just, it's not just because it's you, bro, but I actually really – I don't know, man. Like, I just it – is, it is the worthwhile, man. You know when I watch you sometimes, man, I'm, I've kind of, like, done everything um, a little bit different where I've kind of, like, got my money right – uh, I have walked away from drugs. I drink very little. Um, you know, I might have a couple cans a week and shit. But as yeah. far as my fitness goes, that's like not even a thought, right? So I quit smoking on the 10th of October three years ago. So it's been three years and... Congrats, and, brother. Uh, whatever, two, three months. And I was thing. going through exactly what you were talking about just before. And... Um, for me, it started as the money thing, man. I worked out that I was spending yeah. six to seven grand a year on rollies, bro. Like, and I was Crazy, smoking, I was it? smoking like thirty a day. It wasn't even the health thing. It was like, bruv, if you just quit for like, I was like, if you it's quit astounding. for two years, you do the maths. It's a stand. Yeah, it's yeah. like fifteen thousand dollars. I'm like fifteen grand, and I'm and I, at the time I was looking at cameras and shit, and they were like three, four, five grand, and I was mm. like, that's so much money for a camera, like. That's so much money for a lens. Like a lens would be like twelve hundred. And then you go spend all that other money on as if it's nothing. Yeah, exactly. As if it's nothing, bro. It's, it's all you know. And then I'm like, tricks. you know, every now and then you buy a Kiwi, and then you buy a couple of six packs of Canadian clubs, and they're fucking thirty bucks a sixer, and you don't think about that shit, bro. And you that know, adds up month um, after month. Yeah, and I'm like, well, there's my camera. Just by quitting smoking, exactly. that's my camera, <laughs> and that's the lens. And I was like. <laughs> And that's how I was thinking, but it wasn't even about the hell. So when I watched your channel, what I was just saying is like, it's actually started to make me kind of feel like, man, I'm 42. It's time to actually start paying a bit of attention. Like mm. I got to fucking mm. like in one of your things, you were like, um, I was smashing ciggies. I was smoking up and I was eating a lot of junk food. And yeah, I man. was just like, sometimes you diet just, was bad. you're just so busy. Like I'll do a 12, 13 hour day at work, man. And the only option is just like, cause I'm fucking about to collapse. I'm like, there's KFC, Exactly. you know, and, and it's, you I know, used to it's, eat it's nothing not a good thing, man. Like, I'd have, I'd have, Siggies and coffees during the Word. day. And I think like one day, and I don't actually know exactly what happened this day, but this one day, I don't know, I haven't really told anyone about this, but like I think I you actually heard it here first. I think I actually like passed out from not eating food. Well, just at home one day, mm. like 
I'd gone home, hadn't eaten. I was just like, I literally would get lightheaded sometimes. And one day I woke up, I, I woke up and I was like lying on the floor of my apartment. I hadn't hurt myself or anything. Mm. Like, I don't know, maybe I just lied down or some shit. Like, I literally couldn't remember. And I was like, did I just like, did I just, I don't remember lying down on the floor to take a nap. Like, I never do that. Like, what the yeah, hell, what the yeah, hell's yeah. going yeah. on here? And um, yeah. Was anything hurting? Like, nah, nah, like where you'd landed? I was completely fine. I think okay. I might have literally just like lay down because, mm. but I didn't remember doing it. Mm. And I was like, that's weird. That's bad. And like, yeah, I would eat, I would eat nothing. And then I would eat junk and I would like uh, just eat burgers or whatever every night Sugar. and eat heaps of chocolates and shit like that, which I love. But like, yeah, I, I didn't really, it was more like you said, I started more out on a money thing. The health thing, I guess I didn't think it would go where, where it's gone, but the, the idea of it was there because everything just started to point in the same direction. It was like no ciggies, more money, just more health, just purely by not smoking. That's yeah. where the health yeah. started. Yeah, And then, you know, what I found is when I went down, you know, coming back to being down at the beach house like that first day, like the next morning. So I woke up and I was like, well, I, I don't smoke now. I was like, well, well I've got to, I didn't know what was going to happen. Like I thought I was, um, I actually mentioned, I was talking, having a coffee with someone this morning and I, I was talking about this where it was like, it was a little bit underwhelming. Like I thought, I thought something like, you know, I was ready for anything. I had nicotine patches and gum and lozenges and I had like, I was like, what am I going to do? Like I thought I was going to be like, you know, curled up in a ball like yeah, Pookie yeah, yeah. from like New yeah, Jack like City. Like, yeah, like I, yeah, mm. but I, obviously it was, it was nothing like that. And um, obviously it wasn't, I wasn't coming off anything hard at all, just for the record. Like it was just like cigarettes and weed. Um, but at the same time, I'd always sort of like if I'd stopped smoking weed for a bit, I would just smoke heaps of ciggies and maybe have a few more beers or if I was not drinking or smoking cigarettes, I'd just smoke weed. Or There's always one of those mm. three was sort of holding me down. Yeah. And I was like, I'm turning off all the taps. And I didn't know what that meant. So yeah. I was, psychologically, I was a bit like apprehensive about it. But in the end, I was like, oh, okay, I haven't lost it. I'm not running down the road, freaking out, going to have to buy cigarettes. Like nothing like that happened. Yeah, so yeah. I just started going for walks. And then one day I just went, all right, I'll just, might just try and jog up the road, you know, and um, probably went about 500 metres and was like coughing my lungs up and that, but I was like, that's all right. It was all part of it. Like, man, like all the all the toxins came out of me, man. Like my skin broke out real bad for like a couple of months, mm. which was, you know. It's what your body does, man. It's, it it's was trying to get rid of shit, out. Yeah, you know. it's And I just started running, man, and I like – I. I just had these old dumbbells, which I used to, you know, that were just gathering dust. Yeah, you like said it on the video. Before. Yeah, dusted them yeah. off, actually started using them. And I was like, all right, cool. And it was just good not having any stress. Like I didn't have anyone to get mad at, like no one to like snap at because like I was agitated or whatever. I just read books, walked along the beach, like, like yeah. kind of like what you were saying, man. Yeah, yeah. And, and um, spent two weeks down there. And then I was like, all right, cool. Next challenge. I got to go home, back to the city back to reality yeah. and keep this going. Because that's where you can kind of slip where someone's like, yo, you're going to come for a drink, you're at the pub, you have that one schooner and then you're like, fuck, man, let me yeah. let me grab a ciggy off this dude and then, you, you that's know. That's why I stopped drinking booze because I thought, I thought that was likely to make me slip up with the cigarettes. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, you know, that was, yeah, like I said, 2019, first of May was the first day, so I'm coming up towards um, – I think in a week or two, it'll be a thousand days 
That's crazy. Um, of like, yeah, yeah good shit, no, bro. No, no nothing. Yeah, straight um, up. Oh, you don't drink and shit? No, nah, I haven't had oh, a drink. Word. I wasn't planning on Oh, bro. I was actually planning on having a celebratory drink earlier last year after one of my oh, running bro. events. But the first thing I offered you when you walked in the door, I'm just like, you don't want a can <laughs> or something? Like, oh, man, I'm, I feel nah, bad. No, that's why I said, no, nah, that's fine. But I, I never... That's what's funny too. Like sometimes I say it to people, oh, yeah, you know, I haven't had a drink in like a few couple of years and like... It makes it sound like I was like an alcoholic or something. Yeah. I totally wasn't. Like I didn't yeah. drink that much. I yeah, just yeah, was yeah. a social. I remember you anyway. didn't drink. You weren't really. I'd have a few at the gig, mm. but you know, I was always more into smoking and like always loved a beer with like at work stuff or with the family. We drink champagne. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Stuff but like you weren't. But you, there was never a problem with you and shit. Nah. I actually can't even remember you like ever having like a beer in you. Like fuck, man. Some of us had like long necks, fucking constantly gl- yeah. glued to our hands, yeah. like at nah, all times. I used to you drink know, a last... lot of Woods. Remember those Woodstock yeah, long necks? Oh yeah, my yeah, god, yeah. I'm surprised I've got any teeth left That's after that, old. man. Like back in the old riggy days, yeah, we used to drink those every day. Like, yeah, it was nasty. I remember man. the like me and Plaques would be like fucking, it'd be down to the last long neck and be like, oh, it's like three for nine bucks, and you'd be like. Well, let's go to the bottle shop. Like, you know, it was yeah, like the constant, boys with you know. the Cooper's long necks, remember those yeah, days? Like, yeah, 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 the old Cooper's longies <laughs> and shit. Um, uh, we put a few of those uh, away. Yeah, they would have uh, definitely made that family a bit of cheddar cheese. Uh, mm. Just the uh, Sydney boys. Definitely, yeah. They love those things. Um, yeah, man, it's it's good to see. Like, it's um, the hardest part for me kind of like changing my life and being on, on this journey is um, I want to bring people with me, right? Mm. And what I noticed is there's kind of like the more I preach, I go, I got a really good friend in Adelaide. Uh, shout out to Nixon. He's one of the biggest hip-hop DJs in Adelaide. But he was like, yo, you're coming across as mad preachy. He's like, yo, it's great that you got your shit together, bro, but like... I'm not trying to hear it. I'm not trying to hear it because yeah. I said something about Netflix. I was like, bro, I don't have Netflix. I don't have time for that. And he was like, bro, I love my Netflix. I work and shit. And then I come home and I watch Netflix. He's like, who the fuck are you? To And I was just like, we, we go back to year nine yeah. and ten. So, you know, he, he knows me better than most people. He goes, I'm glad that you're doing like well when you turned your shit around. But he was like you gotta you gotta scale it back a little bit and i was like mad hurt i know what that's like people said shit to me like that as well and some people but you know with all due respect to everybody like my response to that is i can understand why it might come across like that but ultimately if you're if you're feeling like you're not telling people how to live their lives i listen to your stuff and my my stuff is the same in the sense that i'm I'm putting it out there for anyone who cares to listen. Doesn't mm. You don't have to agree. You don't have to want to do it. You don't have to feel, you know, I don't put any pressure on anybody. If they're feeling pressure from listening to that, maybe that is something in them yeah. talking to them about yeah. how that's sort of something that's going on with them as far as I'm concerned. And that's up to them to work it out for themselves. It's not you putting it on other people. And I, I haven't done that. I mean, overwhelmingly, the responses I got were people that I was really surprised that were like, yo, Biggs, like, sick thing that you're doing. I had random people I'd never thought would message me, and I won't name their names, but I've started doing this or I've started doing that off the back of some of the stuff that you were talking about. And, yeah. it, and it was, you know, I said it. 
multiple times in my videos about this is just me talking about me. You know yeah. what I mean? And Word. and if anyone, you know, putting it out there is a good way of me keeping myself accountable. It's definitely not about me trying to tell anyone else how to be. But I can understand why some people hear it that way because, mm. like, let's just say you were someone who really did want to quit but you couldn't and you hear someone else has done it, it's like, it's like, well, fuck, like, aren't you good? You know what I mean? And, like, yeah. maybe that's that's their internal reaction to it because it's like they would like that for themselves. Yeah, and Nixon still smokes ciggies, so, motherfucker, you need to quit smoking ciggies. <laughs> oh, I don't still, tell him. He still drinks a lot too. To, I think you fucking drink If that's drink what him. you want to do, bro, nah, then I'll tell you, him, you I'll tell take him, action. That's what yeah, I tell people. I tell him this know? shit all the time, bro. Like, <laughs> I'm like, get your shit together, cunt. Uh, um, he's doing well. He's, like, on his third degree and shit, but he's still living that student life at 40, bro. So uh, maybe it's time to, uh, you know... Well, look, everyone's on their uh, again. He, I'll throw another lame-sounding <laughs> sentence out he's there. Love Everyone this shit. is on their own journey, and it, and it literally is up to each individual yeah. to work their own shit out. And it's a crazy world. Like, there's so you know, none of us have any idea what anyone else is going through. Yeah. Like, you know, one of the other little forays that I've been, you know, and I haven't. Again, I'm not trying to act like I've done anything special, but like. I like to talk about mental health with people and Word. it's something I'm very passionate about because, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, for lots of reasons, but, you know. I saw that the Willie tapes just raised another $623 on top of the $1,500. Man, right? that's a little story in itself. Bang, you know they, we'll mean? tell it, tell it. Like, um, it's, it's dope. Well, you know, first and foremost, yeah, shout out and rest in peace to the Lord of Raw, Willie Epson. We love Word. and miss you. It's been you know, 10 years since he passed last year. And um, he's, you know, he's he's actually, you know, and you would know this, and Fizzo has obviously talked about this on your yeah. podcast. Like yeah. there are young kids, his legacy goes far beyond what we even understand. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah, there are these youngsters that. that weren't even alive when the Heck Tapes came out in 2008 or they were Crazy, like two years bro. old. shit trips me out. And ever since Willie passed, I, you know, and I'm sure Fizz is the same, but I've, you know, being sort of like the, you know, general manager of Rigorous. I've always, you Straight know, a up. lot of messages and stuff get directed to the accounts that I operate. And like for years and years and years, people would message me and be like, yo, we need these tunes. Like, you know, I put them all on YouTube and that. Yeah, um, but they wanted hard but they copies. Wanted, they yeah. wanted hard copies. They wanted it on like Spotify and this and that and the other. And like basically I was always very... I guess cautious and like hesitant almost hesitant well mm. because the last thing I ever wanted to do was I didn't want there to be a perception of or a yeah. reality of you know like capitalizing yeah. off him you got to tread lightly like, like yeah that's been the way for all of the boys dead or alive you know yeah. what I mean it, it's it hasn't really changed but it's it's different in his case because the reality was he had passed away yeah. and the reality was that he had a, a very passionate, strong fan base mm. to this very day. Yeah. And unfortunately, I had no other way of dealing with it for a long time as other to say, look, those CDs are unavailable. They're sold out. You can't get them. They're rare. Yeah. Good luck finding one. Yeah, I hope, it was, it was I like that with do. all the CDs, though, not just his. Yeah. It was 
all of them were like that. Yeah, pretty much, except the ones that are still clogging up my apartment. There's a couple. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, um, but yeah, generally speaking, especially yeah. all the old shit, right? Yeah, but, the um, older stuff. So anyway, funnily enough, what happened was that like, you know, every year I, I put out a batch of a couple of rigorous hoodies in different colors. You know, they still sell people, you know, mm. all that really does is keep the website online and keep the distro paid for and yeah it, it, it the label just treads water right that's pretty much how it's always been it's just it's self-sufficient i don't really i mean over the years i've put plenty of my own money into it but generally speaking it just feeds itself it doesn't really grow necessarily financially yeah. but it takes care of itself yeah, right which is dope which is good yeah. um but what happened was during my normal yearly hoodie run which i do as soon as the first cold day of the year rolls through it, it hits me and i think mm, better order them hoodies cause yeah yeah it's a good time of year around april to like sell them because you know the, the summer yeah, yeah. heat wears off and um people Especially are like yeah in Melbourne i would like a nice new a hoodie, hoodie yeah, yeah. yeah it's just it's my little marketing <laughs> tactic i'll put it out there Word. anyway someone who will remain nameless got very upset when the link for the hoodies was on Willie's Facebook music page, right? I got this scathing message from somebody that I know. And basically, short story is they... This message came through in the middle of the night, right? So I'm not going to make any assumptions, but possibly they weren't really thinking straight at the time. Mm. Who knows, right? But they essentially like made some wild accusation about, like, what do you think you're doing trying to fucking make money and like they were just they couldn't have been further from the reality of the situation of what was going on and like in hindsight you know i i did have i, I just posted it on all of my accounts because that's just normally what i yeah. do anyway I, I got back to them and i said look i'm just going to re re-illustrate the scenario that you have like tried to depict here in its true reality um and it's it's nothing that like you're suggesting there's certainly no profiteering like going on there is no profits for anybody. The reality is Willie was part of the rigorous crew and his Straight fans up. are passionate and his fans Straight his up. fans want an opportunity to own a hoodie. Yeah. And like I said, the thing it essentially Bro, Willie had a, even, he right? had a double R on, on his back and he wore that shit prouder than As do I. Anybody. Which I got for him. Yeah. And um yeah, so anyway, the the reason I brought all that up is I don't want to talk about negative shit, but like Let's just say I set the the record straight with this person, and they mm. they didn't even have the uh, gall to respond or yeah. even apologize. They or, probably weren't cut like or they were too in the to morning their, drinking. Yeah, exactly. And, you so know, like don't I don't even care. Don't drunk dull, motherfuckers. Like straight up, if you had a couple of drinks, wait till the next morning, yeah. think it through, and then maybe send the message. And I tell you, fucking ninety nine out of a hundred times, you're not going to send that message. So just don't do it. That's it. But the point of bringing all that up was that something really positive came out of it and what that was was uh, an idea yeah that i was like i basically started a i just i um, set up a website um so you can check it out symbiosection.com.au and really all it is it came off the back of some mental health challenges that some close friends of mine were going through and you know stuff that i go through and we all go through as well, well. and it was really just about starting some conversations, encouraging people to talk to each other and lean on their friends and just look after themselves mental health-wise. But off the back of that, I had a lot of that in my, you know, on my mind. And then this situation with the with the Willie thing, 
I was like, wait a second. People are still messaging me wanting his music. I want to do some more for, you know, the mental health space. And I don't know, somehow it just dawned on me. I'm like, I'll put, I'll, I'll re-release his album mm. and I'll donate all the money to a yeah. mental health like yeah. charity, or not a charity, but a, an organisation, which yeah, in the dope. end I chose the Black Dog Institute who do research, scientific research into, into mental health. And they run a lot of really great programs. Um, and do a lot of really important research. And, yeah, you know, it's dope, man. So, yeah, so in the end I was like, well, why stop at the CD? Mm. I was like, we did a T-shirt, we did um, a sticker and pack, shit, yeah. and, yeah, was, I mean, look, all I had to do was front the money to manufacture it, Yeah, covered those expenses and the postage, and we donated every single cent after that to which, the Black Dog Institute, and we're up over 2000 bucks. I know yeah, it's not a huge dope. amount of money, but yeah, it but is you know something, what? you know? It's, it's more than so many other people do, and that guy that wrote that message, I guarantee you it's more than he's ever fucking done. So I applaud and, you, bro, and, straight yeah, up, and, straight up. Beach, and I didn't man. do it like That's to dope. like kind of stick it to that person, but well, they, in a way, they just inspired the idea. So yeah. actually I thank that person because if, there you if go. that hadn't happened, I probably wouldn't have come up with the idea of doing it. It seems so obvious, but I was like that way – all of the fans get what they want. They they can rep the T-shirt and and then I can do something because, I, I don't know, it seemed, yeah. like I said, it seemed really obvious in hindsight. So you're taking a negative and you're flipping it into a positive and you just thank that person, bro. Like mm. he probably pissed you off for a couple of days or whatever yeah. when they wrote that message. Oh, I was, and this is how much, of a, this is how a, much of a bigger person you are right now. You're on the microphone then you thank them, bro. Like that's, that's what winners in life do, bro. They... Man. You take a shitty situation, you flip it into a positive, you do a whole bunch of good things and you keep moving with your life while mm. other people sit there and they troll and they write fucking negative comments. Like people that people yeah, people that, that write a lot of those comments, man, it's like like you said before, maybe it's something within them. It's like yeah. And I think they just um, had the wrong idea at the at yeah. the time and, and fair enough. It, Things don't normally get to me, it right? It sucks that you have to explain yourself, though, man, because yeah, we knew Will better than anybody knew him, bro. Yeah. And um, Well, that's it. I, and I didn't And really he is a part of Rigorous. And if, you know what I'm saying, if right. the hoodies come out, is this, you know what I'm saying? Like, it sucks that you have to explain yourself to people. Exactly. Um, and they would have, if the people who wanted a hoodie would have bought it off a different page anyway, like it didn't matter. Yeah, but it probably would have been that's on everyone's the shit, point. So. Like, things don't normally affect me and upset me, right? I'm pretty like even keeled like that. Mm. I always have been and that's just, I'm blessed in that sense, I suppose. You are, like, bro. You're the, you're the <laughs> guy that smooths shit out. Yeah. Like how many times has the Drizlax caused some shit? Like, I get along with in most the last, people, right? To the listeners out there, man, I was a... Uh, you know, you probably know me. I'm pretty outspoken and shit, and I say some shit sometimes yeah. that I that I regret. And you're not the only back, one either. Back and that's when fine. I, yeah, back when <laughs> I used to drink and take Zannies, it was like throwing fucking petrol on a fire, and there'd yeah. be a lot of phone calls with Bigs and smoothing shit out. And yeah, man, um, it's all love. The last thing I want to say just about that other situation was getting that message, that accusation. Like I said, most things I, I'm fine with, but that really got to me. Right? Mm. It really upset me. And I, I did explain myself to that person because what it made me worry about was like, I was like, fuck, doctor, other people think this is what's going on, people who haven't said shit. You know mm. what I mean? And that's what upset me the most. I was like, and so, you know, the people that I contacted were like Fizza and like Willie's mum, you know what I mean? And, and they knew and they didn't care. They supported exactly everything that I was doing. Mm. They totally reassured me. And they gave me their blessing on everything. And they right. said, don't even worry about it because it's nothing. Yeah. And I was like, cool. 
I'm fine with that because that's what really mattered to me. Like I did, you know, like I said, it did upset me, but there were the, the person who said it wasn't the one I wanted to prove myself to. I just needed to check things with the, the people that, in my yeah, the view, that, that matter, really yeah. mattered. Yeah. And they they had my back 100%. And that then I was like, all right, cool. I'm good to move mm. on. And then, like you said, just getting on to what you started talking about, like just evolving your shit is like mm. whether you're happy or you're not happy, maybe you don't, maybe you're happy, but you. I was happy with who I was then, but I didn't want to keep being that person. Yeah. Or there were elements that I yeah, didn't yeah. like. I felt stagnated. I just wanted to change it up. The funny thing about hip-hop to me is always like, even through the 90s when I was growing up with this shit, we always used to talk about hip-hop like pulling you up and making you think different and being a part of something and learning and just being this part of this culture that is like making you better. For me, around... 2010 11 i started really thinking that that wasn't really true for me i can't speak for everybody else mm. but for me at that time hip-hop was about being as gangster as you could be and fuck bro i was in and out of jail i, I was bro it was fucked it was like i was in a fucked you up situation. A, yeah a rough time around yeah then. i mean i wouldn't even know the half but like i know yeah. just from some of the things you but it was it was like it was like to be into hip-hop, you got to be the hardest cunt. And I didn't want to be the hardest cunt anymore. No. I wanted to read books, bro. I wanted to yes. <laughs> I wanted to be a bit more, like, culturally in tune and shit, bro. Like, I wanted to, you know, um, and I'm not saying I wasn't. I mean, I fucking grew up overseas. I spoke a whole bunch of different languages. I lived in a whole bunch of different cities in Australia and fucking... You know, this Drizlax yeah. used to go to the opera house and watch operas and shit with my fucking boy Rosa because he used to work at the Four Seasons, get free tickets, and I was fucking genuinely intrigued at 22, and I yeah. used to go there oh, mostly man. for the free cocktails, but, you know... But you've to, always been cultured, used, man. You've yeah, always I used to try, but at the and, same time, yeah. it's like... It's, it's, it's weird, man, with hip-hop. It's like, if you want to be into hip-hop and you want to be the biggest thug and you want to be more gangster and... You gotta get fucked up. You gotta you gotta be that guy. You gotta fucking you gotta use hard drugs. It's like the harder the drugs. Yeah. And it just started snapping with me to the point where I was just like, You're actually pretty weak. I was that's what I was saying to myself. I was like, You smoke ciggies, you pop zannies, you fucking do whatever the fuck is going on at the time. You're yeah. fucking doing this, that, whatever. And I was like, You're actually not a strong person. This is me talking to myself. This yeah. is this isn't me talking about anyone else's life. But I can relate. I was man. I was yeah. it was like 2010. I was like 30 years old, bro, and I had nothing basically except for my records and a couple turnies and a mixer, bro, and a bag of fucking clothes and shit. And I was just like, "What the fuck am I doing with my life, bro?" <laughs> yeah, I was seeing. Yeah, these I was realizations. Seeing, they're good moments because they I turn was, into things, you know. I was seeing one of my homies subdivide a house and shit making like mad money i saw another mate of mine buy a house in fucking burwood um three months later from what he'd paid it was like 800 grand he got evaluated at 1.2 million he made four hundred thousand dollars in three months and shit that doesn't happen a lot but at the same time he was 30 and i'm like what the fuck am i doing with my life yeah, i want to be hardcore i'm like in the cells bro <laughs> yeah. in the city and shit under the jail bro and i walk into the jail i'll never forget this 
there's two separate parts to, to the holding cells underneath. Were you at the Raman Centre? Yeah, so yeah. I'm in the right, on the ones on the right and shit. And then I walk in the next day to the ones on the left and fucking I know 10 people there, bro. Driz, yeah. yo, what up? There's all these dudes that and I know. And not I was, necessarily a yeah, good thing. <laughs> bro, and I'm like, they're like, yo, yo, you can bunk with us. Yo, that's your bed there and shit. And I'm just like, how long have you cunts been here? They're like... You know, I've been here for a month, and I, I lucky I wasn't like really in there like I used to be in lockup and shit. But, but it was I mean, it's enough just, to like send, yeah, send your thoughts. And yeah, man, yours. I was just like, it's time, it's time, it's just time for a change, bro. Like I'd never held down a job for more than probably a year and shit. I mean, I worked in hospitality, so. In hospitality, you're never really gonna fucking have a, a you know a steady fucking career or whatever the fuck. But it's you like you know, doing. Yeah, I know you started. You were working a job like um, driving a like a booze truck or something like that. Yeah, bro. Yeah, I was yeah. I actually was there for about two years, almost delivering piss and shit. Was that, that was, when you like that? Was that around the time that you started? Like, oh, I'm gonna start. It was around the time working hard and. I was still I was still fucked up though. I was time, still right. yeah. That I was, was still. Like, Early 20s. Bro, I remember I was, I was thinking about this the other day. Um, my manager, Robbie, who I used to Driving get along Driving a booze with. truck. It sounds like it was the Prohibition yeah, era. It was gangster. <laughs> it was gangster, bro. I had this van and shit. Like, yeah, I had yeah, this yeah. old van and I had a petrol card and the boss would let me take the fucking um, van home on the weekends. I helped Willie uh, move a mattress one time and he paid me in weed and I used to help a lot of the boys <laughs> move some shit, you know. Um, uh, that's cool. But it was like... Uh, Around that time, I remember Robbie paid me one week because I used to pay me in cash and shit until I was full time. Yep. He gave me a $2 coin because all week I'd been going up to him going, yo, man, can I grab a hunch? Yo, can I grab a hunch? Like, And I'd go to North Richmond and I'd fucking get Zannies and I'd get all sorts of shit, bro. And yeah. at the end of the week, he come up to me with his $2 coin. I was coming out of That's the toilet. Low, yeah. And he goes, bro, like, do you even want this two dollar? And I was like, fuck yeah, bro, it's two <laughs> bucks, bitch. Like, I get a fucking iced coffee with that shit. But I think back to that and I just go, what the fuck, man? Like, that's the type of shit you pull when you're 16, bro, not when you're fucking, like, 30. You know what I'm saying? So, well, you um, know, And like you were saying before, you know, you get – you're hitting all these things and like I did, you know, I don't know, you may or may not have seen, but I did one of these videos where it wasn't even really a video. It was just sort of like a, just like an audio like recording, um, which I called escaping escapism. And it was mm. just about like, and again, it was just me kind of talking, well, just putting it out there, the sort of stuff that I've been thinking about for myself, which was, yeah, I was like enjoying like on the surface, it seemed like I had this enjoyable day to day, but mm. like really, there was no delayed gratification. It was all like very doing whatever I wanted to do to feel good on that at that moment. Yeah. And none of it was very healthy. Nah. And it was all actually, you know, I talked about how escapism is like a, if you're doing a lot of really positive and you're really busy and you're doing lots of constructive things and then you have a little bit of escapism on the side like a silly movie or you know like you may what's what mm. wants to watch some netflix cool mm. but like if escapism is like 80 percent of your day mm. like what the fuck is going it was on more there? For me. yeah or more i was it was all about no, me the whole day. all the time and yeah. i never compromised on anything right. i didn't have boundaries um 
on anything basically, bro. Everything was all, all good all the time. And yeah. people want to oh, say, oh, live good. in the oh, now, live good. in the moment. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's cool. But like, you know what? If you're actually going to have a good, constructive, healthy life, like you gotta life, have balance, life man. is long, man. Yeah, you got to have balance. You can't, you do want to enjoy moments. You do want to have experiences, 100%, absolutely. Mm. Like that is so important. But I can't really say I've ever subscribed to the, like I, I believe in the spirit of live every day as if it was your last. Like I mm -hmm. get where people are coming from yeah. when they say that, but like you can't actually live like that. Nah. It's ludicrous. Nah. Like, <laughs> I did that shit for yeah, a long people, time, man. Yeah, that's right. And it, and it's, you know. It's it, exhausting. It and it doesn't lead to great places. Nah, for me, it was it exhausting. Shortens, it shortens your life. I used to wake up in the morning and literally be like so tired to the point where the only thing would like remove that tiredness. And even depression probably, man, was just getting on some shit. Mm. You know, like I, I always used to say to, to, to some of the boys that knew me was like, I'm, I'm at my worst between the time, especially when I lived in Richmond, I used to fucking live in this million-dollar apartment for like five yeah, or six that. years. Yeah, I know that, like on River Street or whatever. Yeah, yeah so I'd come that. down the stairs and I'd pop a Xanax with my coffee yeah. and that was, that was when I hated myself the most. From the minute I opened my eyes, and mobile phones weren't like that big back then. It's not like you'd they grab were, it and scroll. No, they it was like I'd phones. open my eyes and shit and I'd just be like, all right, well, let me go downstairs and make a coffee so I can wash down a Xanax. And then everything would be beautiful. I'd put a record on and yeah, I'd fucking exactly, – and people knew me as that, you know. And if I had a bad day, they'd be like, who the fuck is this guy? Like, Because I'd always be either drinking and – uh, you know, I was always happy because I was always fucked up. But yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, on the inside, I was rotten, bro. Like, I fucking true, hated like, myself, bro. I worked at this, me and Skills worked at this call center like back in the day. And like, we laughed about, we've laughed about this many times. One day I like went to work and it was like this, this call center in Doncaster back in the early 2000s, nearly 20 years ago. I was so stoned all the time in those days that like when i went to work one day like when i when i had no weed and yeah and the boss come up to me and he said you look a bit unwell mate do you, you want to go home <laughs> <laughs> and i like oh, bro how funny yeah and i was like it, it was pretty funny because like, one day you went and ripped he's just yeah, like he oh thought, man you're all right yeah he didn't think i was okay yeah it was yeah. and i was like that's not good yeah. But um, anyway, we've come a long way since then. But Word. like, yeah, man. I mean, I can talk about my let's, shit all day. But let's like, talk now. Nah, let's just quickly touch on, on on the running and shit because right. One thing that I like to do, and I don't really advertise this a, a lot. I mean, I post a lot of shit on on uh, stories. I used to. I was just saying that to you before, but. I like going to St Kilda. It's like my happy place at around fucking five o'clock in the morning on a Sunday morning. Oh. I go get a coffee from the Seven Eleven because it's the only place I can get a fucking coffee that early yeah. or Macca's. So I cruise down there with my camera and I just, I like to take photos and shit, like just more for me. Like I got a whole bunch of folders that I edit photos and, and I haven't really shared a lot of those with anybody. That's all right. And just there was you, there was two weeks where I flexed down there one week and there was all these healthy fuckers down there. And I'm mm -hmm. like, all the roads were closed. I couldn't park where I usually park and shit. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on, bro? This is fucking It was the marathon or something. Yeah. It? Or, yeah. So it was the first the first week. So I made a story and I was like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. I was on Gray Street and I'm like, fucking I'm yeah. getting, I'm getting the fuck out of here, bro. Like these healthy motherfuckers gonna chase me down and shit. Um, and then it happened again the week after. But that was the week that you were running. 
Oh, so th- yeah, this was just a few this, weeks back. Yeah, oh, so right, the right. week after, it was Sunday this, morning again, bro, and it was like take two of my shit, and, and I usually go down, I grab a coffee, I sit on the beach, I take some pics, and I like taking photos of people. Fucking, it's a bit creepy and shit, but like I just got this new lens, bro. <laughs> as long bro. as there's like more than like one person yeah, in the see, photo, see that, okay. <laughs> so I just got that new lens. You're literally in the bushes the, with your telephoto yeah, lens. bro, and I'm just taking photos. Like, it's, it's you know, they call the paparazzi it. paparazzi can do it. They call it street photography so uh it's a thing voyeurism <laughs> creepy whatever you want to call it <laughs> you know the drizzlacks well um so yeah man i fucking flicks down there and there's fucking people jogging again i'm like what mm-hmm. the fuck so um there's a whole and then i saw on your um i saw on your insta you were actually jogging and shit so how like i saw one of your videos it said i'm what is it? it's like that big pun line i'm not a player i'm not a runner i just run a lot yeah, yeah. I, I yeah because yeah well it was funny because like i said you know so flash forward from you know I've, I've gone essentially you know 12 months of planning then i executed my plan went cold turkey health wise um and just like started yeah working out and i i started you know you know, you got to replace activities like smoking and mm. and, and, and put your it. energy somewhere else. Well, yeah, because normally, what you, I would sit inside and like make beats and like smoke joints and shit, and it was like, all right, cool, well, I'm not doing that anymore. I got to do something with my day. So you start doing other activities. You're working mm. out. You you know you're going for walks or run. And I started running, and I was amazed at how quickly that like. I could. I used to not be able to run for you know fifty meters to get to a tram. I'd like nearly keel mm. over when I got on the tram. Were, were you a runner before? Never. No. Oh, so it was just never, man. I played footy in like in like the nineties, like in school because we had to. Like, and mm. you know, I mean, I've always loved sports. I always casually played it at school or whatever. Like, I was always in the Bs. You know what I mean? Mm. I was never in the in the A grade yeah, team. Yeah. And um, I didn't consider myself a natural athlete of any kind. I still don't really, but like I just started running and um, I was getting a bit high off it, man. Like they talk about you would, you know, people yeah, you have heard said of that the runners video. high. And um, a, a mate that I went to high school with had been, he'd been running for like 10 years and he hit me up and he's like, good to see you started running. Like, let's go for a run. Can you, can you explain that runner's high to me? What, what's that about? It's, it's a thing. Well, yeah, it's like it's just endorphins, man. Like it's just chemicals in your body, can't, like they while you're running or after you run. Probably more after. After, like, and then you just feel this. You get like, a bit. No, you can get a bit of it going. While I mean, it's not really that tangible. Like it's just you know, running isn't like an enjoyable thing. Most, I mean, it is. It is. I shouldn't. It's hard. It's quite contradictory. Like I love it, but mm. like. It's like a, it's an arduous task. You know, like it's mm. hard work, right? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. at the same time, you can get to this place where it's like, it, especially afterwards, you feel great. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, you get a bit of a rush from word, it, basically. Word. So that's really all it is. I um, yeah, just started doing it more and more. And I said in one of my videos, oh, you know, like I've been running a bit, but I'm not, you know, I'm not a runner. I'm not planning on being a runner or anything. And then once I became a runner, once I've been running with my mate, he he mentioned that to me. He goes, you know, you said in one of your videos that you're not going to be a runner. And Mm. he goes, you kind of are, like, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. So I went back and watched it, and that's when I made that that video saying, oh, I'm not a runner. I just run a lot, you know. Mm. Two thousand Ks. Did 2,000 k last year, man. Yeah, so that's insane. And I ran, yeah, like I don't think I walk that much in a year, bro. Well, 
I joined a. I joined a. Uh, my mate got me. He, he said, "Come down to this." He goes, "I train with these people that run mm. all the time." What's it called? The uh, the Crosby Crosby crew. crew. Yeah, yeah, and it's run by Tim Crosby. He's like a you know he's a legit athlete, and he just loves it. And he started this group, and there's like hundreds of members. Um, it's essentially free to train with them. You pay just like a, a yearly, a small nominal fee for a yearly membership. Oh, so there is a few members in the... Yeah, there's... So like I know you went on that shopping thing that you said for the crew. It's like there is a discount with the shop and stuff. Yeah, man, yeah. So I was like, how many people are in the crew? No, there is like three or 400 people oh, in the shit. group. Yeah, oh, so, word. And um, they're like, it's amazing, man. Like, it sounds like... You'll understand this, but like people, anyone who's been like living a healthy life their whole life will find this funny. But like people like us will be be amazed. It's like it just sounds hilarious now. But like the, I'm like, there's a whole world of like you said. You get up early in the morning and you see all these people running, and they're, they're everywhere, and mm. that's this huge community, it's right? Huge, and it's bro. like, and it's such a positive community. Like, yeah. not to take anything away from our community, the hip hop community that we yeah. love so much, and mm. I don't regret anything I've done. I love all the people, but, but it's, it can be negative, very a, negative. There are negative elements, mm. right? Like, I don't, I haven't found that yet in the running community. Yeah, I, I know. Like, there's. Like I always say to everyone, there's dickheads everywhere, right? Doesn't matter yeah. where you are, Straight what you're up. doing. But honestly, like the 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 kind of like these people that I don't even know, they they're so like welcoming and mm. supportive, and I hear like that everyone's shit, got this like great interest in like encouraging each other Word. and stuff. So you know, uh, just on that, I have two Instagram pages. One's my EDC page, and one's the hip hop yeah. one. The hip hop one has six times the amount of followers but i get a lot more engagement on from the other one the edc yeah, one and it's all me. positive bro it's there's so much positivity that it trips me out bro yeah. i don't understand why there are so many nice people i don't know it's hip-hop's kind of like <laughs> that so whole hip-hop's kind of like you know you see homies actually dissing each other i've seen it bro yeah. i've seen people have recorded with each other big fucking names that i will never name right now but if i said them now you'd trip the fuck out you would trip the fuck out if i said these two fucking names but i've heard both of them talking shit against each other there's like oh, man, fuck this no not online uh, just in front of me and shit right but right right Yo, the, you, you know, I'll, I'll never, I won't even say it to you, Biggs, nah, off of the thing. No, nah, don't. But I it's, don't it's, know. it's, it's, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, how can you, how can you portray this like image of um, these, these people doing fucking tracks together on wax, bro? Mm -hmm. And it's like, this shit's whack. That shit's toy. That track was whack. And it's like, bro, in the EDC community, man, like you take one good photo, man. I have one photo on my shit that's got like 160 likes and there's fucking comment after comment. It's just like, mm. bro, sick photo. Like that's so dope, bro. And it's people man. I don't know, man. Like it's- Pop's so unique, it, man. Like the way, like even within the music world, it's so unique. Yeah, because in, in rock and roll, like, they build each other up. They're like, right. man, I love that album. In hip hop, it's like, how can I beat that cunt? Imagine Dire Straits going, yo, fuck Phil Collins. Like, yeah, imagine bro. that. You're just not going to hear It wouldn't happen. Yeah, so, it would never happen. And like, that, just that example in itself, uh, it, it's kind of, you know, I'm not trying to boil it down to like, hip hop's always about dissing or whatever, but mm. like, it has that element of like, it's the only genre where people want to really talk about it's it is obviously very artistic in one sense but in another sense it's like it's not as much about the, the just creativity it's very 
about the individual like it's a it's it's kind of like self-centered in a way mm. it's like i'm i'm me i'm talking about me and what i do when i walk down the street mm. it's like you do, it's weird it's, it's yeah and we love it we've been immersed in it our whole lives right mm. and there's so much greatness about it but it's so, a lot of toxicity it's, so inter- well. it's, it's, it's <laughs> got this up. it's got this real edge which is what makes it so good mm. in a way but like very that's why we yeah. yeah that competitive that combative mm. that whole battle that whole all of that stuff it's like you don't really get that anywhere else and mm. because we've lived in that world for so long yeah you go out into these other places and you're like oh it's so pleasant over yeah here. it's so pleasant <laughs> it fucking is bro that's what i'm saying bro it's surprising but, but most people, people don't so they would like go what are you guys talking about like it's just normal but it's like no it's not to us mm. not mm. to people from the hip-hop world like and and not to take anything away, I've got to keep repeating myself, but, like, there is so much positivity in hip-hop as well. Mm. I don't want to, like, act like I'm shitting on it. I love it. It's been my life. But it's just so, like, I, I say this with absolute love. Like, it's just so, it's so funny in the way that, like, the way we all conduct ourselves in mm. that world is so different to the rest of the world. Yeah, like, straight up. Yeah. Straight I guess up. it's that, st- that street type of element. It doesn't mean everyone's from the streets. We know that's not mm. the case. But, like that's part of the culture yeah and that so it always has that element and you then, can't drop your guard you can't relax you can't enjoy something because the next guy is trying to fucking push you over almost like, like yeah but in this other other shit like your running thing and my edc shit it's like for me in the beginning it was almost it, it was like hard to believe you know there was there were certain compliments i was getting i'm like what the fuck is this shit this mm. shit's strange bro you know like yeah and like even in my professional life i've worked in the banking and finance industry for a long time which is something i don't usually talk about mm. right it's just that's how i make my money and i've met people and i've done my music the whole time like i i, I just have this balance you know what i mean but i've met people in that world that were so nice that i was like the fuck's wrong with this dude? Yes, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It didn't seem yeah, real. Yeah, and I was like, if if you met this guy at like a hip hop show, you'd be like, is this dude a cop or something? Yeah, like, yeah, straight up. <laughs> but they're, they're they're not. They're completely genuine. Like they're yeah. that nice. Yeah, and you're just like, wow. Like I actually didn't believe that person was real. I thought they were just full fronting on me because like yeah. they were just. But no, nah, they're just a nice, they're, innocent, friendly person. <laughs> they're the, yeah, they're the kind of people that I'd usually steer clear of as well yeah, in the past. You like I said your this, guard up, yeah. I said this That's on one of my hard edge from yeah. the rap world. Like, right. yeah. I said this on one of my podcasts. I said um, when I used to meet people that had their shit together and they were doing well, I'd usually just go fuck this dude. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? He's too uppity and shit. You know what I it's mean? Too positive. People probably like, think that about me now. This guy's like, got a four-wheel drive. He's got a couple of fucking motorbikes on the back of his four-wheel drive. He goes out and gets fresh air every weekend, and he fucking goes and he works hard and shit, and he's, like, got boundaries, and he's got rules, and he doesn't like doing certain things. I'd be like, fuck this cunt, bro. He's yeah. fucking fucking up my vibe, you yeah. know? Whereas now, I'm actually more attracted to those people, even at Same. my work. The dudes that have got their shit together the most – that are like traveling the world. Like I've got, there's a guy at my work that's like People fucking- who are doing stuff. He's been yeah. to 120 countries, bro. Yeah. And fucking, he's trying to tick off every country He'd in the world. he be hating it with COVID. Like, uh, yeah, he has been. Yeah. Um, but he's been seeing more of Australia and Melbourne and just, he's well, been that, making, he's got like 11,000 yeah. people on Instagram. Energy, you'll put it somewhere constructive. Yeah, yeah. It's that, that kind of still follow him and he still delivers yeah. a lot of good content and shit. But, um, you know, a lot of countries aren't worth really 
really seeing and shit like Af- you know some African countries not talking shit about it but there's not a lot to see there and it's dangerous and whatever but he still fucking goes he yeah, loves it and mad. shit um a lot of other dudes are like mad into four wheel driving and other dudes that are into camping and like everybody owns their own house it's like there's a real sense of you know it's like when the manager goes oh there's work on saturday chuck your name up on the board it's like the same 10 people yeah because we're all we're all trying to build something we're all trying to better ourselves like i kind of feel like i have a lot of time to make up for as well um where i'm kind of like fuck i wasted a lot of time yeah me too you know that's exactly so what I, now i'm, I'm like a, i'm making up I'm for a lost bit, time yeah, yeah i'm a bit too full on with shit i'm just like uh is if that's going to impact me negatively i'm not into it if that's going to cost me time where i don't want to put my time i don't fuck with it i have very clear boundaries on what i want to do with my life and my time where i want to spend the shit yeah um Sometimes people get offended as well, you know. They're just like, man, you're a bit, you're a bit fucking... You become that uppity cunt, you know. They're just yeah, like, now it. you're the uppity motherfucker. Like, I used to be the most unhealthy person in yeah. my family, Driz, and now I'm like probably the healthiest. The healthiest. Yeah, and like that's, you know, that they obviously support me, but it, like we have a laugh about it, you know what I mean? Because mm. they're like, who are you? Like, yeah. what, what have you become? Like, that's dope. They're like... That's so dope. They're like, do you want some sparkling water? I'm like, nah, just tap water's fine. They're like, god damn... Uh, like you get more boring by the minute, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. But no, nah, that. Um, but yeah, just even with like, um, just everything. Just like you said, just building, doing stuff, doing constructive things. I'm just trying to like educate myself more on all sorts of stuff. You know, I'm trying to. I'm trying to read more. I'm trying to make more videos. I'm trying to run more. I'm trying to do. You know, I'm, I, I'm always like, I do a lot of cooking and always trying to you know eat well and. It all just, it's all like works well together. Do you know mm. what I mean? And, it's, yeah, yeah. and it fills my day and it keeps me out of trouble and mm. it's all like positive shit. And that's, like I said, I'm trying to make up for some a lot of lost, lost time. time. People are like, wow, how did you do this? And I'm like, well, let's just say. A lot of guilt. I had a, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I had a, you know, when you just live like a, a pretty debaucherous lifestyle for a long time, mm. you, you're like, I think I've. It's a tipping point. I've. Yeah, I've got to a point where I'm happy to go without that now because I went with it for such a long mm. time. I don't need to go and have a beer or a Mars bar or a Big Mac. Or I did that whenever I felt like it mm. for two plus decades. Yeah, which is you know the majority of my life. So, like I said before, coming back full circle to the start, like doing new things is so interesting, man. Yeah, like it's it. Just because I love the rap and, and all that, I still do. I still listen to like hip hop all the time. Yeah, like constantly same. I was bumping tracks on the way here. Like, yeah. But as far as my activities go, this is so exciting and interesting and new. And they're the experiences that I want now because yeah. like I, I know I can always go back to that world mm-hmm. and that's fine. And I, I'm still a little bit in it because I listen to the music every day but just those new challenges and those new experiences is what keeps life exciting man yeah straight up bro i I know exactly what you're talking about it's um it doesn't have to like i don't have to be into running you don't have to be into photography doesn't matter what it is yeah yeah but it's like there's a certain type of energy bro it's um uh, it is interesting i've never actually thought about it that way but um i pretty much smash like two books these days um like in a week in in my work week because i can have a fucking airpod in my ear and shit while i'm working um 
it's like I've discovered this whole new fucking world. Like I used to read a little bit back in the days, but I'm not going to say like, bro, I'd probably read like three or four books a year. Yeah, I was you lucky know, if I did that. Whereas now it's like two books a week, you know, and right. I don't read, but it's it's audible, whatever. Yeah. Um. So it's 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 really yeah, inspiring. Yeah, and all the podcasts, there's so much great yeah, information it, yeah. out there now. And it's, yeah, that's the other thing. It's like... Um, like this, like this podcast. But, yeah. And there's so many. I'm sure you yeah, listen to heaps of up. other ones as well. Yeah, I right? do. Yeah. Um, it's You could have your phone and you can use it in a way where you're just scrolling on meaningless shit. Or you could have your phone and you could actually watch YouTube tutorials. You could go on a sites like Skillshare and learn how to fucking do some shit. Straight up. Um, you know, I've got a mate at work at the moment who's actually going to rent out his house and him and his missus just bought this huge van, bro, and they're fucking decking it out and a lot of how to deck it out is coming from youtube and now they've started like an instagram page he just bought a mac like a couple days ago um and uh you know they're putting like gas bottles in their shit drilling and putting insulation yeah, so right. they're gonna they're gonna live in this fucking van for the next like Cruise two or three years or whatever yeah. yeah shit like that man it's in life, you can really – the information is all there, man, and it just depends on what you really want to do. Like I said, I'm not trying to preach. I, I just feel like I'm on this fucking natural high these days, man. Mm. If you told me 10 me years ago that I'd be getting up on a Sunday morning at 4 o'clock in the morning, bro, I'd be – I would laugh. Like, who, who would predict that you and I bro, would be having this conversation right now yeah. about these topics? Like, nobody. Bro, I'd be laughing my ass off because yeah. I used to love sleeping, like, yeah, bro. Yeah, right. Driz has got a podcast and a yeah. YouTube channel and Biggs just ran a half marathon. I wouldn't Hilarious. believe it. I wouldn't yeah. believe it. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, oh, and that's it. And it's not you know. And it, again, we're saying it again, but Fuck. like it's like call it what you will, like preach you or whatever. I like to um, just put it out there because, like I said, people appreciate it. People mm. actually do, and they can take a little granule of what you said and apply it to their own life in their own way. If they'd make a a, a, a tiny or a ginormous adjustment in their own life off the back of that, and and other little pieces of information that they're gathering and ideas. That's fantastic, man. Mm. Like what's not to like about that? Yeah. And any pressure that you, you feel, well, I generally believe that most of the time, unless it's if it's coming from like another individual that's like a, you know, people have toxic people in their lives, unfortunately, mm. and like that is real negative pressure that people feel. And that's a shitty situation but mm. they can make changes out of yeah. that as well they've got options like you've always got options so sometimes the the most toxic people for me in my life were the pe people that were the closest to me man people it's not that unusual yeah yeah people that were you know it's kind of like that saying um oh, it's like your enemies your friends are going to be like will fuck you over more than your enemies will be because your friends are around you a lot more. Like, I'm not saying all my friends, but I definitely had people in my life that. Oh, if something that, goes wrong with someone that's super close to you, that's like that hurts the most because yeah. it's like a betrayal. I it's couldn't like, even yeah. see it for so long with certain people where I was just like, "No, nah, we're gonna be boys forever." Like, and then I was like, "Hang on a sec." This probably isn't the best relationship uh, for me because it seems like. You know, people, like, they have their families and they, like, one of my best mates, bro, he was, like, married and had three kids and he was doing his thing and shit. And I was always, like, I felt like I was, like, that third wheel. And he was, like, what are you doing? Come over. And I'd be there in a, you know, heartbeat. And 
At the end of the day, man, I wasn't really doing shit myself. He was doing all sorts of shit, but I was just like, oh, yeah, I'll come past, man. We'll smoke up. And, like, that was – it was a hard one, bro. You it feel was, that pressure, You man. know, yeah. whereas, like, some of the boys at work – I was hanging out with one of the homies at work, and he's like, bro, you want to go to Thailand for fucking two weeks and shit? And I'm like, holy fuck. We'll travel together, like, yeah. and this dude's already traveled with this other guy that I told you about before that's seen the 120 countries. They've been traveling for fucking 10 years, bro. Getting out of your comfort zone is and a he big was thing, just like, right? Let's go to Thailand. I'm yeah. like, Holy, fuck, uh, all right. And then that showed me, I was like, Holy fucking shit. It's like, like that fucking movie. I mean, again, these are just little, like, little nuggets you can take from places, but it's like that movie, Yes Man. Like, you kind of got to be a little bit of a not in the traditional sense of that saying, but like in the film where it's basically about just taking opportunities and, and mm. you never know what that's going to turn into. And yeah. it's so true. And you can you can actually, once you've experienced it for yourself, you know it's not some bullshit. Like you push yourself into a place that is, you know, it's it's scary in a way because it's not your comfort zone, but like that's where life really is. Yeah, It's like, and, and you know, you can listen to people talk about that and that's fine. Someone can listen to us have a conversation about it and be like, oh, yeah, whatever. That's cool. I wouldn't expect them to understand it. Um, but what I would expect is if they did do that for themselves, for them to actually go, yeah, you're fucking right. Yeah, word. And that's what happened to me because, you know, um, I take on challenges and do things now that I never would have used to do. Like, mm. I never used to want to leave the crib. You know yeah. what I mean? I wanted yeah, to stay yeah. home and smoke and play GTA and like that. You know what I mean? Like I talked about it in that video. Like I used to tell my family that I used to use hip hop uh, music as like an excuse to like mm. get out of things. And I wasn't even really doing it. I yeah. was like, oh, I'm working on the album. Like I mm. can't come to this thing. Yeah, uh, I did that shit for and, years. And bro. like I wasn't doing shit. Like that was just a lie. Like I would be telling myself in a way. Yeah. So and just, when you when you smoke weed, I don't know about you, but for me, it makes me extremely antisocial, bro. That's why I used to have to have a Xanax. That's why I used to have to wash it down with six long necks. Turns into something else, yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, so for, for anything, like, uh, it's funny because you say, like, you didn't want to leave the house. For me, I was never at home. So for the last, like, eight years of my life, for the first time, I've, like, become very domesticated. Yeah. And I like it. <laughs> I like different. I like cooking. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm yes. at home. and. In one of the videos you were saying um, before you ran the marathon, you were like, I'm going to bed and the sun's not down. For Drizzy, bro, getting up at three in the morning, there's a lot of those nights where I go to bed at 7.30, 8 o'clock and shit, and the sun's still up. I put my fucking earplugs (laughs) in and shit. I can hear people outside having a cigarette and having a chat and shit, and I'm just like, well, I've got to be up in six hours, you know, so I've got to do a 12-hour day tomorrow and shit, so... Um, I really like it, you know, I like so that. Good, I, I like, um, for the first time in my life, I almost, I really like having a um, bit of consistency and routine, bro. It's you know, like man. I have these yeah. routines where I get up and I'm like, it's boring. It's like four wee bix in a cup in the microwave, drink that, and then I plunge the coffee and shit. And while the coffee's getting ready, I go make the bed. Um, I that, get all my shit ready, my like socks and mundane, and, but it's very it's yeah, every very day. Important. It's exactly the same. It's like I never had that before, you know. Like, and I, I, I really thrive off this shit. You know, a lot of people. Um, I saw Casey Neistat, who's this like a vlogger. I know him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he was saying he goes, most people don't like Mondays. He goes, I love Mondays, bro. Like, and I, 
at first when I heard him say it, I was like, this cunt's off his fucking head, bro. Like, yeah. Fridays, bro, that's where it's at. He's like, I hate Fridays. I'm like, what the fuck is this guy saying? But, bro, after a while, I started seeing it what he was sense. saying. I was like, it's Monday. It's a brand new week. Like, I'm going to fucking, I'm going to work and do my 50-hour week. On top of that, I've got some shit to edit, which always makes me really happy, either if it's a podcast or a video. Um, if I've got some photos to edit as well, like I'll come home and it's almost like smoking weed. Yeah. Editing a photo for an hour is almost like smoking weed for me, bro. Like it puts me in this fucking weird zone. I have a shower, make a cup of fucking tea. I'm content, bro. Like, I'm so happy these days, man. It's it's almost embarrassing to say. Man, like, I feel like I'm glowing most days and I'm yeah, like, man, too. let's people, get on with life. And like, I bet people yes. notice it in you as well. Like, people say shit to me all the time. Like, I, I get a little bit, Ugh, like, when you know, people say certain things, but, like, it's all very Yeah, encouraging. I can't take compliments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I mean, I can, <laughs> but, like, at the same time, it's, it's, it's a little bit awkward, but, like, people like, oh, yeah. People say shit like, oh, it sounds like I'm a, I'm a pregnant woman or something. They're like, mm. you're glowing, bitch. Yeah, Look yeah, at you. Yeah, and I yeah, like yeah. go, oh, thanks. Like, you know. Yeah. Um, That's gags. But it's just because I'm outside. I'm in, I'm getting lots of sun. Yeah. I'm like, I'm healthy. Like, I, my, so. my face isn't all like sunken and pale and shit yeah, yeah, like yeah, it yeah. used to be. Mm. And like, just you know, getting on back to that Monday thing that you said, like, that's so true. I mean, I've heard it from a few places and I, I definitely believe in it now because it's like if you're dreading Monday and you and all you're living for is the weekend, it means you hate your job. And, like, mm. I know not everybody can have their dream job. Like yeah, I, I, I like, do. I actually do. I like my job a lot. Whether I whether it's my dream job, I don't know. Maybe I wouldn't call it that, but, like, I don't – I definitely don't hate it, you know yeah. what I mean? I, I, I enjoy my work. Man. And that's so important. And, say, and if yeah. you don't, like – Switch it up, man. Do ah, something else. Fuck, I had some yeah. bad jobs where I just couldn't – you know, I'd rock up and I'd have anxiety, bro, and I hated. I used to work at mm. Gordon Ramsay's in the in the casino for like. I worked there for a bit over a year, bro, and every single night that I walked in there, I had anxiety and I was depressed about being at that job. And I look back now and I go, "What the fuck were you doing there, cunt?" This job that I got now and shit, like the boys. And that pushes you into all that negative shit it even does. more. Yeah. I used to drink a lot. Yeah. All my fucking pay went to the casino, gambling and drinking. That's the escape. Everyone there yeah. was using fucking drugs. So we were all racking up and doing all sorts of yeah. shit. Yeah. And and it, it just fed itself for so long, you know. Whereas now it's like the boys at my work are some of the best blokes you could ever fucking know in your life. And all of them are like, because we get drug tested uh, pretty much fucking once a month, man. Now it's probably a good thing. So no one does. No one at work does drugs, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, which I, I did my fair share for so long that I just don't want to do them anymore, man. Yeah. And with that, it's kind of like it, it, there's there are different types of people, whereas they their drugs are other things, man. Like you know, fucking whether it's from buying their. Like there's a few blokes that have like Harleys. They're mad into Harleys and shit. There's other dudes like chroming his shit. Like they're into other things, man. Not necessarily things that I would be into, but, nah, but they, they love this, these positive lifestyles. Yeah. yeah, bro. Like they fucking love flying other places. I mean, yeah, we're COVID, but, you know, the full driving, they go in these massive like long fucking uh, rides. Some of them are surfers, bro. They fucking go surf and then they come to work, bro. 
Like, how fucking tripped out is that, bro? They get up at 2 in the morning, they drive down to fuck knows where, they catch waves till about 4.30, then they come to work and fucking they smell like the beach and shit. How good is it? And, like, you know, like last night, this is the same sort of shit I've been up to. Like, last night, went to Portsea and ran in a race down in Portsea. Last night? Last night. No shit. So we just got, we just went down, we entered an event during the week. Um yeah, it's called the Portsy Twilight 8K race along the That's very crazy, point of the peninsula. Bro. So I was like, you know, I was running in an event last night, come back, doing something. This is constructive and exciting for it me is. as well, just having yeah. this conversation with you. And you know what I'm going to do? Like, I mean, I'm going to be here probably for another half an hour i got to go meet a couple of boys. We're going to go run 12Ks. What? And that's me training. Bro, that's gangster. I'm doing a 28K trail race next weekend through the bush, which I've never word. done before. Word, word. So, like, you know, it doesn't matter what your thing is, whether it's making Harleys, you know, building a dope studio like you've got here and, like, making some awesome content or, um, you know, maybe it is hip-hop. It's fine. I'm not mm. – I'm, again, I'm going to go on record again and just say this is not an anti <laughs> hip-hop message no no not personally for no. me i'm having a break from it mm. i love it to death but it was just too associated with the old habits that i had mm-hmm. to kick and you know i've done a couple of tracks in the last couple of years like i've done a couple of features i did a joint on angus younger's vinyl um dfogs and i saw that um, with dill thomas I saw that yeah that's on wax yeah yeah, yeah, yeah bro, I, I saw me. that i didn't even know but until mm. uh the boys yeah dill came through as well he lives just up here i listened to that episode yeah, yeah. i listened to all your stuff oh word and um who else did i do a track with oh yeah i just did a i just did a track with um it's not out yet but i did a i recorded a song a couple of weeks ago with crave and traz um which is uh you know and Wolsey's going to be on that word. So it's, it's, yeah yeah yeah, it's yeah. Like a he spoke about them as well to the video that we did um off soap scum too i love Wolsey, bro oh, he's he's oh, and, and traz such a and good crave kid, man. Just, just lethal weapons on the yeah mic, yeah so Got so um, much time for for walls, man. Straight. So up, I'm still like. in the game. I just want it to be known that yeah, Bigsy yeah. hasn't Bigs ain't left the building yeah, yet, like I'm, I'm kind of semi-retired. That's it, and I'm, and I'm doing some other stuff. But like, I, I got a I got a stack of vinyl which I inherited from a um, a, a relative who passed away. Um, it's about as tall as me, and no it's shit. like all classical music, which yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. you know, Bigsy and the RP sound, yeah, yeah, like the yeah, old, yeah, yeah. like orchestral samples, violins and, and shit. Yeah, yeah, man, I haven't even listened to it yet, but I know it's fire because um, you know, one of the OGs of my family, Kenny, he used to go and buy a, a classical vinyl every week for about forty years. You know, that was his thing, like yeah, yeah. for decades. You know, yeah, what I'm and, and like you know, um, I'm luckily I'm honoured enough to have. Yeah, um, yeah. I've got that vinyl collection. That's, you know, I'm keeping it. And um, my dad sat like, he, my dad, the OG, was like, oh, he's like, Bigsy will want these records, like for yeah, his yeah. rap beats, you know. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 that's gold. For <laughs> his so rap he, beats. Yeah, because no one, like, they were going to sell them off or just get Word. rid of them to the op shop or something. I was like, nah. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I don't care how much room it takes. Nah, up. I'll have fuck these. that. I'll be there with the cart. So I'm going to come boot. back with some beats too at some point or another Word. when the time is right, you know what I mean? And um, I'm looking forward to, to when that comes. But Yeah, so don't underestimate Big Z on that front either. No, no, no. And I, I love what everyone's doing. You know, I love all, you know, uh, it's funny that we've become kind of like, I remember there was that time, you know, when Rigorous was kind of peaking around like 07, 08, where we were like, we felt like we were the new, the mm. new era. 
Yeah. And and we were kind of we were part of that in a, in a sense, but like t- so much time has passed that like the dudes that the dudes that were our like the dudes that we looked up to back mm. then, they were only a handful of years older than us at that time. Yeah. Like you know, maybe, bias and yeah, like I saw bias said some shit uh, to you about you. Um, like you inspired him to his latest his latest joint. It was like a message to you. I he saw actually that. I was did. Like, yeah. no, he's he's been super Easy, supportive, um, and, and you know, and he always has been. Like mm. he he was always giving me opportunities to do supports for him and stuff Word. back in the day. But what I was going to say is that like even the legends like that that we still consider the OGs to us, like so much time has actually passed now that like we're almost. We're, yeah. we're in that same age bracket yeah, as them. Straight you know up, what I mean? It's like, up. well, you guys are from the early 2000s. Mm. Like, yeah, yeah. You know? And I love all this new wave shit. You know, like, yeah. you know, I'll, I'll, I'll listen to some I mean, of when this. I mean, the time when we were stuff. coming up, there was, uh, it was like Crate Cartel was was kind of coming up. And Pang. Um, and, yeah, Pang was coming guys, up. Yeah. Raw Authentic all, yeah. was kind of coming we're all, up. We're all the old guys now. Like, yeah. All of those crews. You know, when before <laughs> us, it was like Trem and Boney and Stoney and yeah, Bias. Yeah. And, Obviously, and there that. are, yeah, there's levels and there's the all generations that, kind of stuff, that go so. back much further. I love listening to like Beers Beats and the Beers. Like mm. that shit is so nice. Right, Jakey's, like, Shout out to Jakey. Like, and, and Insidious, all those guys. bro, his beats. I don't know if you follow him, yeah, bro, man. but he's, I was listening he's, to yeah. Indigo Merkaba on the way over mm. here, and like yeah, Insidious's yeah. beats of just flames coming out. You of wouldn't his. want to test that dude, like you no, know, not in any, not yeah. in any capacity. But yeah, Beats, 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 and the Biz, man, massive. <laughs> oh, so fan. good. Yeah. If I listened to the Shazlik episode oh, the other day, yeah, that I've was only like, listened ah. to a little bit of it. I haven't had time. <laughs> oh, yet, it's dope, man. Just because I was finishing off the uh, Will Smith book and shit, and I was, I was yeah. like mad into it and shit. But yeah, I've got um, things like lined up. Have you ever heard of a? Just speaking of books, just mad quickly, we'll, we'll wrap it up and shit. You ever heard of a guy called David Goggins? Yes, man. Yeah. I mean. Because I just finished his book. Oh, yeah. And I was like, bro. If Don't Big we'll start a whole other episode. Yeah. I just wanted to that. say, like, if you haven't heard of his shit, because you were talking about running just before and you were talking about. He's a with um, some of my, yeah. yeah. I mean, like I said before, you get inspired, you draw inspiration from a lot of different places. Yeah. And, and he's, Dude's def- an he's Navy definitely. Who's a Navy SEAL, bro. Like, yeah, man. Boy. Anyone out there who's interested in, like, getting busy. Yeah, man. If if you're interested in David uh, Goggins, you know, man, th- huge, di- huge dope book. There's different types of motivation out of there, and, and it won't appeal to everybody. But mm. like for some, and it, it was effective for me. Like you will, you will, uh, he'll whip your ass into shape. Yeah, bro. He's <laughs> he's no nonsense, bro. He's yeah, like man. stop whining because he's a military guy. He's a Navy SEAL when he's he was like top of the top of the fucking Navy SEAL shit, where yeah, commando shit. And he was just like, "Yo, man, like you can't be a bitch. Like snap out of it, get on with your life, and do the things that you should be doing." Like, yeah. whereas a lot of he takes a tough love approach, and that's yeah. and that doesn't work for everybody, and that's cool. But like he even explains it at the beginning. He's like, "Look, you. man, you might get offended, you know, but just <laughs> just know that my heart is in the right place." But yeah, it is. Uh, actually like his style so oh, wow. yeah, yeah if you guys haven't uh if you guys want to check it out out there it's um what's it called it's called can't hurt me can't hurt me it's yeah, a great David book Goggins. and 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 just you don't even need to get the book you can watch there's so much stuff of interviews with him online you yeah he does a lot out. of podcasts and shit um, yeah. and it's yeah he's got quite a story um but 
I just like I said, I take little little bits of inspiration from a lot yeah. of different places, yeah, and, and I and I encourage everyone to do. I'm sure people are like that um, without me having to tell them. But you just build your own little recipe from the world. You know, there's there's a lot out there. You just got to listen and look and um, listen to your instincts, man. That, like if I was going to sign out this podcast, it's like, do you take care of yourself, take care of your friends and your family, and Listen to your body, listen to your instincts and just mm. don't feel like you need to do what anyone else is telling you, but like you gotta take care of you and then you can you might find yourself like inspiring someone incidentally, you know Straight what I mean? Up. And that's what's happened. Straight up. Other people have had that effect on me and without big noting, people have literally told me I've had that mm. effect on them. You've had that effect on me. Man. Straight and, up. And vice versa. Like You've had that effect on me. Yeah. Watching you shop and the things that you buy in your shop have directly affected me with the things that I buy in my shop as well, bro. All oh, right, word. And, you, you know, know, I got that from somewhere too. Like, yeah. you know, and it's so, that's the beauty of it, right? It's word. that positive energy like going out there. No, it's been um been very good to come and chat with you man like yeah. I, I could like i said i could talk to you all day but i am gonna uh, i'll be honest with you i actually recorded three episodes and i was i was like should i upload it and then i was like nah biggs is gonna be the first one of season two and then i'd like right. it'd be like five Respect. days later and i'd just be i'd have something to say like i've always you know you know me man i've got something to fucking say all the time um, so I record another one. I'd edit it. I'd listen to it on the card, like even fucking scheduled two of them. I'd listen to them on the way to work in the car. And then I was like, nah, man, Biggs is going to be the first guest of season two. So I'd take it down. I like I'd go in that, there man. and I'd take it down. <laughs> I'd be like, fuck it. I'll just, I'll file them away. Maybe one day I'll release them. Maybe I won't like, um, yeah. and then Fizzle was all, he was like, yo, I just finished watching BMF bro. And I was like, I'd like to have you in, but, uh, just going to do the thing with Biggs and it's Christmas and New Year's. I'm not going to bother him until like at least, you know, Christmas and New Year's a little bit over because we're all doing family shit. But, yeah. um, yeah, I was like, just wait till Biggs comes through and then we'll do the BMF shit. So yeah, I hit he, him up. I hit him up last can wait. night. He's had a couple of goes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I hit him up last <laughs> night and I said, yo, Biggs is coming in tomorrow. I uh, love bro. you, Fizz. So love you, Fizz. It's been a lot of fun having him in as well. So Yeah, oh, it's great hearing you guys. I, I um, I was about to listen to the, uh, and I, and I won't, we won't go off on a tangent here, but I'll just mention it briefly that I, I was about to listen to. Because I listen to all those like power ones. I've never watched any of those shows, yeah, yeah, but I just yeah. like listening to you guys yeah, talk yeah. shit. So yeah, how many people have said that? Like Judd's as well. Was I was just about like... to listen to the Sopranos one, but I was like, nah, I'm gonna go watch the movie first because mm. they're gonna spoil it for me. And like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys weren't happy about that. Nah, like, we, I, we I can understand. Yeah, you did. It was it was funny though. At least I'd seen it, so I could. Yeah. Uh, I agree. actually I liked it less after I listened to you yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, actually, it's not that good. <laughs> it's not that. But good. no, I did. I did. You know. I, I, I try to take the positives out of it. So we're at an hour and uh, 30 minutes. Going to take a bit to edit this. Let Maybe me just say, um, down, I'll so. shout out a couple of things before I go. So just again, if you want to check, um, and again, this is just for, you know, encouraging positivity on the mental health side of things. Check out symbiosection.com.au um, or on Instagram or Facebook. But yeah, Facebook's pretty dead to everybody these days. S-Y-M-B-I-O-S-E-C-T-I-O-N, Symbios section. It's really just a community. So get on there and um, just say g'day. And then also, you know, please check out the YouTube, Chip Casual, one word, C-H-I-P-C-A-S-U-A-L. 
Um, the show is the worthwhile. There's still Sorry. heaps of rigorous music up there. Yeah, yeah. All like Willie's tracks, all of my albums, Soap Scum and like um, Daywalkers and all, you know. Lots of dope all content. All the classic shit. The Even herbs. you going up to Union Heights and shit and seeing Frank, bro. I like yeah, that. Yeah, man. I like, well, I started the show dope. about other people's businesses, but then when I had my own thing, I was like, yeah, oh, yeah. I shifted the focus back to my own journey and um, crazy i might you know i'll get back bro to you know there was uh i noticed well just one more thing i noticed this morning there was a video on there from 14 years ago bro you look young as and i'm like yeah have well, you like, been, a, like have a hip-hop you, video like yeah a have you video? been uploading for fucking that long yeah man holy shit yeah that'd be about right 2006 or something yeah, the video yeah. said 14 years ago. Yeah, man. If you bend like, back to the damn, first... Damn, son. I did a, a video smoky shot on this little, you know, seven-pixel digital camera. We shot it down in South Melbourne. A video for my track, my solo track of Har uh, Harvest 2, Assignment. That's wow. probably the oldest video that's no on there. shit. And, um, yeah, that probably is, yeah, 14-years-old wow. YouTube video. It's weird that it's been around that long, isn't it? Yeah, yeah crazy. Yeah, I look pretty uh, fresh-faced. Yeah, because <laughs> I saw the thumbnail and I'm like, when was this? And then I looked down and it said 14 years. I went, holy shit. Yeah, man. Oh, man, there's some classic stuff on there. So go delve through all the old word, stuff. Word, it's something for everybody. It's dope. And, um, yeah, find me on uh, Insta at Antonio Stucci. So Straight up. Man, pleasure being here, bro. Yeah, man, I, I'm glad you came through and uh, you're welcome anytime. Man, and you know what we should do? We should get you and Fizz in here because I just bought my third microphone. Yes, so uh, we could have three people. Yeah, that'd be mother. cool. That'd you be. Know, a, I'd happily come back. Um, be an interesting episode. Yeah, it would. Yeah, who knows where that would go? We can talk. We can talk about the Island Boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I'm yeah. gonna go to their uh, barber and their tattoo artist. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be happy to come back, bro. Word. Absolute pleasure to see oh, you man. and talk to you. And, Thank you um, again. I love what you're doing. So, like, please keep going yeah, with yeah, your yeah. stuff and the places that you've been taking it. Don't put any limits on it. Just go where you want it to go, man. Yeah, man, I love this shit. All right, bro. Thank you again. Legend We're going to end busy. it there. Thank you, everybody, for listening, and uh, we'll catch you on the next one. A river Arrivederci, motherfuckers. Peace.